the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Jason here on this Thursday. I hope it finds you well out there. It's a great day in the Valley of the Sun. It uh, the weather uh, really got nice this week. Uh, it's 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 our time to brag, right? You know, this is when uh, unfortunately all the snowbirds come, and I get it, but uh, I'm ready for them all to go home. I wish Arizona was close. Maybe can we get a sign like at all the the entry points you know california new mexico Nevada. just hey we're closed we're, we're closed no more people uh it, it's getting uh, it's getting too crowded it, it's funny my wife and i were like uh the other day it was it wasn't even three o'clock yet and there was already traffic backing up on the freeways and uh uh, where we live, there's there's a big uh, there, there's a big outdoor mall kind of where we live. The traffic there, it it sucks no matter what time of day it is, and they keep building more stuff, more apartments, more apartments, more multifamily. Uh, it, it's uh, yeah, you know that that's why I get to work so early, just so I don't have to sit in the traffic and frustrate myself. But if, here's the nice part. If you're sitting in traffic, you can roll the windows down, and it's absolutely beautiful. Of course, uh, give it another, like, 60 days, and, and that'll be out of the question. But enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And, and Jason, uh, we're waiting. We're going to get Fed minutes uh, today. We're going to have... Uh, NVIDIA is going to release their earnings. Uh, Palo Alto, one of, of the high-flying tech stocks, uh, got crushed today as they, uh, they they lowered guidance dramatically. We'll see what happens. Uh, the markets are down right now, uh, waiting for, I guess, more uh, news and, and what the Fed was thinking uh, in in their meeting from a few weeks ago. Going to kind of be interesting what they were saying now that uh, the inflation numbers came out after the meeting, saying things were starting to heat up again. It's going to be interesting what they had to say about interest rates. Uh, what would be also if they say anything about the ending of quantitative tightening and then tomorrow we'll get it sometime later today unfortunately we'll be off the air but we'll get it later today where we'll find out what is going on with the banks Uh, you know the lending facility was supposed to drop it didn't the reverse repo uh, markets falling and falling very quickly we'll also find out about the discount window and how much more borrowing is happening there so jason there's a lot of data coming it's just coming later today yeah lots of data there's always lots of data yeah wait for the data (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's always lagging it's always lagging they can't say what happened up to last week 
or, or by Monday, those numbers are there, essentially. You know, I know some of the numbers you have to gather across the country, but, yeah, the lagging numbers, right, Joe? I, uh, I, I was watching a video, uh, Michael Burry. Uh, if you, if you, uh, if you uh, are a part of an investment group of a certain size, you have to, uh, you have to report all the stuff you've bought and sold in the, uh, in the markets. And, uh, but but it, it's 45 days after the quarter's ended. So Michael Burry's in all these positions, buying and selling, and it's most likely by the time you like look at what he did 45 days ago, he's probably jumped off because he comes in and out so fast. What does that data really? You know, all that data does is helps you make the wrong decisions. It makes you uh, zig when you should have zagged. And uh, you know, I I've seen some stuff about inflation, Joe, that looks so bad coming up. You know, I've seen some stuff that that says uh, that we're living we're living in good times compared to what's coming. And it's it's scary when when leading guys are saying, hey, yeah, the inflation's been pretty bad, but this is this is about the the end of the good times when it comes to inflation. That's that's pretty scary stuff because we know in the late 70s, early 80s, things are really, really bad there, Joe. Yeah, and, and I think they, they've probably changed uh, the, the, the algorithms enough that you won't big numbers of the 70s. I hope, man, because that'll be horribly bad. When you think about, you know, the one month where they, they flashed that 9% number, right? We knew, okay, well, that, that that's 18%. Like right now, the, it's 3%. The core is 4%. That's probably 6 to 8% in actual inflation. And and I, I agree. I don't, th- I don't think, infl- I, how do I want to say this? I don't know that we're going to get inflation to come down from where it is right now. This may have been, we may have seen the low watermark here because, and why do I say that? Because we just keep printing money. I mean, that's really what inflation is. And, and at the end of the day, when you start looking at all of these things, unless they stop printing money, uh, Jason, it, it really is something where I don't know how it goes away. And we're expecting, listen, March is right around the corner. It's right around the corner. What is the Federal Reserve going to do? Everybody knows uh, the little bit of money they're taking away, the quantitative tightening, right? That's going to wind out. That's actually going to come to an end. Before this year is over, there will be no more quantitative tightening. Matter of fact, I think the only question will be if they started quantitative easing again, right? I mean, which is just more money printing. So if we're not going to stop printing money, how in the world are we really going to get inflation under control? Right, and uh, at some point, to to save their most precious friends, uh, they will print money and save those guys. So that doesn't, it may not bring a lot of inflation, but that money will get spent at some point and will create more inflation. So, So quantitative easing means... Inflation, Joe. Patriot Radio News Hour. When we return, some big banks making some big bets on where gold is heading. That's coming up next. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Thursday. And a uh, quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down about 50 points. The S&P's down. The Nasdaq's down. The 10-year note, as you can probably uh, probably guess, 10-year notes are higher right now. 429 on the 10-year note. Crude oil up 51 cents. 
uh, is uh, again, right? Crude oil gasoline prices rising here in the valley. Uh, the dollar is mixed. Gold is pretty flat. Silver is down about 20 cents. Uh, and again, Jason, I think uh, the year of chaos, as we've dubbed this, we're going to have big, big swings here. I think the, you know, there was this lull in uh, waiting for March, right? Because what happens in March? Well, the bank lending facility ends. Now, the facility hasn't grown in the last three weeks, but it didn't go down, which it was supposed to. Because remember, because this is how the Fed likes to play games with us, right? Oh, these there's some banks that are in trouble. See, it's not their fault. And, and the Fed's actually right about one thing. It's not the bank's fault. They didn't put rates to zero for 15 years, and now... All of these things that they bought and are worth less and they're struggling and the banks were were getting a, a deal by being in trouble because they could borrow money from the Fed and make money. Well, guess what? That thing exploded, right? It's got 160-some-odd billion dollars in it now. The Fed stopped three weeks ago. Okay, no more. You can't make money now if you're going to borrow here. They expected that thing to go down. Of course, it didn't because they, they all need the money. Uh, now the discount window's rising, uh, but that comes to an end. It looks like the reverse repo. You know, we've been talking about the end of March. And if it's not the end of March, maybe it's the first or second week in April. It's out of money, uh, and this is going to have a very big effect. I think uh, we're going to have to see the Fed stop selling all of their bonds. It'll be interesting. We'll get that number today as well. So the first two weeks of February, the Fed didn't do any quantitative easing. So we'll see if if that changes. I think it will. But again, there's a lot of the majority of things out there, unfortunately, aren't good. Right. We may have hit the proverbial sweet spot already right and the markets now you know are the markets done going up for the year i don't know but i will say this you need to be more diversifying more than ever it's the most important thing right now uh because it looks like you know we talked about the leading economic indicators the longest down streak 22 consecutive months since lehman brothers the inverted yield curve it is now the longest streak ever taking out the financial crisis, taking out the Great Depression, right? We're starting to get used to these signs, these signals of when the bubble's getting ready to pop. And that's why we keep talking about our friends over at Y-Refi, because you can get up to 10.25% return, and it's not correlated to the stock market. Hey, that part of it, hey, I'm going to get 10.25% on whatever I put in there month after month. It doesn't change. There's no fees. They don't attack your principal if you need to end it early. I mean, they're just – and it's it's a great company, and you feel good about it. Check them out. As you know, you got to have $50,000 or more to invest. But investyrefi.com, that's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or just call them. I mean, that's, that's the easiest thing to do, 888 888- why refi 24 and jason it, it was interesting 
uh, two big banks came out with, I guess uh, we'll call it their upgraded gold forecast. Uh, Citigroup and Bank of America raising gold prices. Uh, and, and as far as Citigroup, in, in an interview with CNBC, this is the head of City North America, Talking about gold holding this $2,000 level, you know, we talked about that early in January, right? Gold's now comfortable above 2000 right? All the other times it was, it got there, it stayed there a day, two days, right? And then right back down, and, and, and it could never stay there. Outside of like a day, right? Gold's been above 2000 for, what, the last... I don't know, six, seven weeks in a row. Uh, and, and Citigroup says, hey, just kind of like what we were talking about. There's not any bullish momentum right now. We kind of hit that dead period, didn't we? We thought inflation, you know, they're, they're talking about inflation going down. March isn't here yet. Uh, and, and, and so we're, we're waiting to see what what's going to happen next as far as how slow is the economy going to go what's the fed going to do what's going to happen with these banks what happens when the reverse repo runs out but listen to this there's a chance gold prices can hit three thousand dollars an ounce in the next 12 to 18 months According to City, now he says, "Hey, that, that's my my bull case scenario." He goes and and his base case. He goes, it, "It's a it's a little more muted," but he says, "Gold's going to average twenty one hundred and fifty dollars in in twenty twenty four." And so when you think about you know gold right now at twenty twenty five. To average, you know, $2,150, Jason, that probably puts gold somewhere, you know, twenty-three, maybe even 2400 at the high for the year to get an average uh, of $2,150. And not to be outdone, uh, Bank of America said that they see gold hitting $2,400 this year as well. And it's kind of interesting to see the bigger banks now all of a sudden changing their tune on gold. Because, you know, most of them every year, they do that. Well, you know, gold's going to be 1900 If gold's 2000 it's going to be 1900 If it's 19, oh, it's going to be $1,800. Uh, but very interesting about 3000 in Citigroup. And in what he called this bull case scenario, just pointed out the overwhelming demand in gold and in, in, in purchases from the central bank and overall gold demand. Here's what really caught my eye, though, because for the last two years, central bank gold buying's been all-time record high. 2022 was the record. Last year, they were within 40 tons of the record. I mean, they were almost identical. Two huge numbers as far as gold purchases go. But Citi came out and said, hey, not only do we expect that type of demand from central banks to continue, 
He says, Jason, there's a potential for it to double. That central banks, and I, I mean, what would have to happen for central banks? They're already buying over a thousand metric tons a year, but he's talking about in the next 12 to 18 months, all of a sudden they're going to be buying 2,000 metric tons a year. That just, it seems crazy. Until you look at the debt problem and you start looking at March, and he's, and, and, and he's, at least in my opinion, he's saying, listen, after March, things may get real ugly. Well, um, all you have to do is go back to what I just mentioned uh, in the first segment, you know, when, when inflation really got bad, which is what I'm hearing, you know, is what I've been seeing is that it can get way worse than it is now. And 1980 was kind of the zenith. And what happened in 1980 when silver was going to $50 an ounce, and then gold, average daily high, $614 an ounce. If you look at 1979, it's $307 daily average. In 1981, stayed high, but it was lower at $459. So if what they're saying is true, just a gold spot getting to $2150, Joe, the low premiums that we've been screaming at you guys about the last four weeks or so, the low premiums will go back to high premiums. Gold will go up $125 an ounce, and you'll be looking at $20 gold pieces, sub $2,500 per coin, maybe $2,450. So once again, you're in this privileged spot if you want to get it for less than 12 months from now, 24 months from now, and when gold really shoots off like a rocket, Joe. It really is kind of disturbing talking about the doubling of central bank gold purchases and saying, it will happen very quickly, right? And again, kind of like we always say, hey, how do you go bankrupt? Well, it's gradual at first, and then it was suddenly. Are we seeing that with gold buying, central bank gold buying? Because you got to remember, they've been buying gold now since like 2005, right? But they started out, hey, we're buying two, 300 metric tons, you know, 500 metric tons, 600 metric tons. And they bought between four and, and say 800 metric tons for like 15 years. And then all of a sudden it just jumps up to, to records, right? Over a thousand metric tons for the last two years. And now city's saying, hey, don't be shocked if it doubles and doubles quickly to over 2,000 metric tons. And then he said there's another huge factor. He said that this could drive gold prices 50% higher as well. Oh, wait, wait. There's two things that could make it do this? A deep global recession forcing the Federal Reserve to aggressively re, uh, ease interest rates. Now, we know Japan's in recession. The UK's in recession. Looks like Germany's going in recession. And, and Jason, I, I, it's almost uh, kind of like uh, the, 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 the clouds just keep coming over. And, and every quarter, more and more countries enter into this. And I think that uh, the United States, we may be the last one to go in, but it's coming. I think, I, at least for me anyway, I think that's the baseline scenario is a deep global recession. Uh, the Fed starts quantitative easing again. They start cutting rates again. And to your point, inflation never ends. 
Let me go back to that chart one more time and look at before the inflation came in the 1970s, you had gold at 41, 36, 40, 58, 1972. So it was kind of staying around that one ounce price that, we, uh, that they had gotten used to. Well, gold is illegal. And then before gold is legal, you have the inflation coming in the 70s, and you got 158, 160, 124. These are the yearly averages. 1977 was 147, 78 to 193, 307. Then, of course, 1980 was blowing up, $614 the average. When it came back down, it was settling kind of in the 360, $400 range. Okay? And then gold became legal to buy again. Congratulations. You couldn't buy it at 50 when the inflation hit. It became legal in the 1980s when it settled in the 300 to $450 range. So while the, the central banks have been buying it up like crazy and we have this suppressed lower price, they're going to love for you to buy it when it's at 4000 I think gold goes there and just sits there or goes up, but it won't, it won't matter because all the cheap buying by the biggest players already have been done. We keep telling you people, buy it now because it will blow up. And it will blow up because the economic system is going through a change, a reset. And uh, you buy your gold now and – I don't call it investment. I tell all my, my uh, customers it's not investment. However, when the economic powers of the world are going to make decisions like they're making and inflating the, the assets of everything, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of an investment type of, of flair to what's going on because they did it already. When it was illegal to buy it, they took it from $50 to $350, $400. And then they're like, ah, go ahead, buy it now because they're going to want to sell it to somebody, right, Joe? That's because they don't like gold. Interest, right. It's a really important point to remember. you got to know your history. Why did we close the gold window in 1971? Because central bank gold buying had hit records, all-time record highs. And guess what? They're back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. One of the big questions, especially uh, for the uh, the new customers out there, is today a good day to buy it, right? When's a good day to buy it? Right? And I always answer it the same way. Listen, God's got a sense of humor, right? If you don't buy today, gold's going up tomorrow, right? And if you buy today, it'll go down tomorrow, right? And you just, the best time to buy it is when you're ready. That, that's the best time. And knowing history is really important. Jason was telling you, after World War II, it started in the 50s. Where central banks, now we weren't allowed to own gold. Right? They took the gold from us in 1933 and then they banned it. It was illegal to own gold in America for over, what, 40 years. It was illegal to own it. A lot of people don't know that. But foreign governments, when their treasuries that they were buying matured, they had the option of taking payment in gold. Of course, remember, gold used to be $20 after they took it from us, right? They revalued it at $35. Everybody thought that was wonderful. All these all these governments in Europe are like, wait a minute. We got all kinds of $20 gold pieces. You didn't take them from us. You didn't melt our $20 gold pieces down. They had treasury bag after treasury bag after treasury bag full of this stuff. And they were like, wait a minute. 
Yesterday, I could only buy $20 worth of stuff for this in 1933. Now I can buy $35 worth of stuff. And, of course, remember, this was back when America actually made stuff. And all kinds of gold came back to America. We had 20,000 metric tons of gold that we owned. By the end of World War II. And then in the 50s, it's kind of funny. Foreign governments were like, you know what? I'm going to roll over some of these treasuries, but I'm going to take some payment. I want some of my gold back. And it started out small. Now, 15 years later, in the late 60s, they were buying a thousand tons a year. And our supply of 20,000 went to eight. And here was the problem with the eight that was left it was all melted down. And they, they didn't have any more of the 20s and the 10s and the 5s that the Europeans had sent back because they melted down all the gold they took from us. So when Richard Nixon closed the gold window in 1971, that was to stop this record purchases of gold from central banks and basically said, nope, all you can do is take dollars. Either buy more treasuries or take dollars. That's all you can do. And, And why is it important? Because look at what gold did after that. It's happening again now. Right? 15 years of constant gold buying. A little more, a little more, a little more. And then now it's at a record. Here's the difference. See, there is no gold to cut off this time. Right? There's there's no more closing the gold window. To stop them from buying even more. And this is what Citigroup was talking about. He goes, listen, this fiat money, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put some words in his mouth. Hey, the fiat money, yeah, it's not looking real good. And it's not just America, it's everywhere. Everybody's got debt, nobody can pay it, there's too much of it. Don't be shocked if central banks start buying two thousand metric tons. And I'm going to tell you right now, if he's right and that happens, gold ain't stopping at 3,000. There's not a chance in the world. We just don't have that much gold out there. Right as it sits right now, we're going to have shortages in silver, shortages in gold. Those are just the facts. And the more buying central banks do, the bigger the deficit's going to get. And and as Jason keeps saying, buy it now because when it gets to 3000 and 4000 you're just going to be paying huge, huge prices for, for it because everyone's going to want it. And like I said, we can't just close the gold window anymore, right? That was the only way they stopped it.
And gold, even with closing the gold window, went from $35 to 800 Today's special, because I think the digital currency will come. That'll be the way they try to stop it. Maybe somebody's going to back it with gold. One ten ounce American gold eagles. Everybody, I will say the most popular trade since COVID, because we've learned a lot about how our government acts in a crisis, is having barterable material. And when it comes to gold, the best barter coin there is is the one-tenth ounce American gold eagle. It's because it's easy. It's a tenth of an ounce of gold. It's the size of a dime. There's 50 of them that come in a roll. One through 49, $250 today. If you want to buy 50 or more, 50 is a whole roll, $245 at 800-951-0592. And Jason, uh, people are starting to call 2024 the year of cost-cutting for major businesses, and, and there's uh, a list that was put out. Here's all the companies so far that have announced cost-cutting, which is funny, you know, cost-cutting job cuts. Mattel, PayPal, Cisco, Nike, Estee Lauder, Levi Strauss, Macy's, JetBlue, Spirit Airlines, United Airlines, UPS, Meta, Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, Warner Brothers, Disney, Paramount, Comcast, Delta, General Motors, Ford, Stellantis, Chipotle. I'm shocked, Chipotle. They've been adding like crazy. Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, Walmart, Target, and now Home Depot. Yeah. Kind of sounds like the, the dark cloud is getting a little closer. 800-951-0592. Pick the Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason coming right back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. Big special here on 10th ounce American Gold Eagles. One through 49, 2050, 50 or more, uh, 245. Wait, did I get that right? So 250, 1 through 49, 50 or more, uh, $245 a coin at 800-951-0592. And, you know, one of the things interesting, Jason, is when – the analyst from City was on uh, CNBC talking about this. I, I was wondering, because they're on the inside. He has information. He has access to information that Jason and I don't. Right? I mean, Jason kind of started the show, and you were talking about, well, you know, uh, by the time they put the information out to us, it's already old. 
right? The information's already old, and Jason uh, was talking about that at the beginning of the show. All this data and information that we're waiting for later today, it's already old information. Chances are the guys in the know, whatever they said they were doing, by the time we hear about it, they're probably doing something else. And Jason, that's kind of what stuck in my mind as this guy was talking on TV about gold going to $3,000 an ounce. And hey, by the way, central bank gold purchasing could shoot up very, very quickly and approach 2,000 metric tons. Obviously, I don't think he's just making a guess here. There's got to be some data that he's seeing that that is supporting, you know, the hypothesis that he was making. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and I think when it comes down to it, it really does end up and being what who who physically possesses it. And so when we talk about manipulation, Joe. With that information lag you're talking about, when, when, when you buy the physical and you buy the paper, which is what these larger firms do, right. uh, they don't want to buy it for the highest possible prices. So when we had that little one day where it got below $2,000, it makes me wonder how much paper got sold. And when the paper gets sold, you know, oh, well, you just bought at the higher price. Then you get you get some shakier people. Ah, oh, now it's below 2000 and sell, 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 sell. And then when it dips, of course these guys are buying, and they're probably buying physical as much as they can because – Joe, I don't think there's enough physical market to keep up with the demand in a lot of ways. They're not mining it fast enough. So I think the the, the paper manipulation of the physical price is is, is sad, you know, because cause, uh, the average guy is not sophisticated enough to keep up with the, the, the games that are going on. Uh, but at least gold being a physical asset, there's only so much you can do to it, right, Joe? There's only so much you can do before it does what it's going to do, which is how many dollars versus how many ounces, and the dollars keep on growing, and the ounces slowly grow with all that work and effort by the miners. Yeah, and I'm wondering, you know, you brought up a good point. Did they see something as gold fell, you know, that one day it got below uh, $2,000, and a lot of people were probably going, okay, you know, here it is again, right? Uh, gold gets up here, uh, but can never stay up here. Um, did they see massive central bank gold buying? Is that what they saw that says to them, okay, you know what? This thing is going in the other direction. Uh, and, and central banks are ramping up purchases, uh, which is kind of, you know, they've already ramped them up to record highs. And, and obviously the impression I'm getting uh, from Citigroup is expect a new record high in, in 2024. And I'm just wondering, because, uh, you know, let's face it, gold, gold was about here. Maybe it was 2030, 2040. And, and then it, it, it fell to 2020, then it fell to like 2010, then it broke 2000. I'm wondering in that three-day stretch if there was just massive physical buying of the metal from these central banks. Yeah, like I said, you can, you can completely mess up what it looks like by buying the physical and selling more of the paper. You know, it's, it's, it's the one way they've learned to try to manipulate it for their gain. And since they're buying it, then there's uh, – there's, 
a reason for them to sell the papers. It's so that the physical, you know, when it becomes, Joe, I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention closely. Maybe I should get really deep into it, but these, these, uh, these miners and the COMEX, they get these gold bars. I don't know when they hit the market. I don't know if it's like a, just like the uh, treasury auction. Okay, it's coming to market. Who's going to buy it? I, mean, I don't know how that works. But, man, if you could sell all your paper, which is, doesn't represent any ounces, and then buy the physical with it at the lower price, man, that's, that's a great game to play in. you got to have a lot of money for that, Joe. You know what else is interesting? One of the guys that I tell everybody, pay attention to, Stan Drunkenmiller, he just sold his magnificent seven stocks and took huge positions in the two worlds, the two largest gold miners in the world. Uh, that, that's another probably indication of what's to come. Yeah. And, and when it comes to gold, if you use it the way it should be used, which is a storage of wealth, uh, you use it as savings. Uh, you really need to look at it long term. If you always wonder, if, if anyone listening is wondering, I, I pull up a hundred-year gold chart. That's how I get most of my numbers. Those numbers are there. It, we have to work, those lagging numbers are way behind us, but it gives you something to learn from. I mean, if you go to tw- uh, 2015, I mean, the, the average daily price eleven fifty-eight, and it just goes twelve fifty-one, twelve sixty, twelve sixty-eight, thirteen ninety-three, seventeen seventy-three, seventeen ninety-eight, eighteen oh one, nineteen forty-three, and this year it's averaging two thousand twenty-nine. There's not a down year in there, Joe. Yeah, on the average price, right? That, that, there, there's yes. not a down year in there. Patriot Radio News Hour. We got one phone line open. 10-ounce Gold Eagles, 1 through 49, 250, 50 or more, 245. Jason and I wrapping it up when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour wrapping up the this Thursday edition. We will get to you in the order that you called. If you get uh, the voice the voicemail, you can leave a message or, or call us back here. Tenth ounce American Gold Eagles one through forty nine at two hundred and fifty dollars. If you buy 50 or more, $245 as we're waiting. Uh, we're going to get Fed minutes uh, today. We're going to hear from NVIDIA, uh, one of the magnificent seven uh, today as well. Uh, and as we're waiting on all of this data today, we're talking about uh, Citigroup and Bank of America uh, dramatically increasing uh, their gold forecast, uh, Citigroup saying the, the the bull case, which which I, I would say, okay, hey, um, th- th- this is I, I'll say this, I, what I would say, worst case scenario, right for the for the paper guys, uh, we're going to see gold at, at three thousand dollars, and you're going to see central bank gold demand surpass. 2,000 metric tons. So to me, Jason, it looks like no matter what happens, we're probably going to see a new record high in central bank gold demand. Uh, it, and even Bank of America says, hey, uh, we see gold hitting $2,400 this year. And Citigroup uh, said a, a worst case scenario, gold will average $2,150, which means 
gosh, it would have to, you know, the second half of the year, it'd probably have to be 23 or 2,400 to average, because you said right, right now, uh, gold for the year, the average is 2,029, right? So you got to, just to, to get to, uh, 2150, right? Well, you know, you, you, you're, you're going to have to add almost another 125, that's 2275, 2300. Uh, and, and my guess is we'll probably see maybe we're, you know, Bank of America, maybe they got it right. Hey, are we going to see $2,400 gold? And if things don't go well, are we going to see $3,000 an ounce? And are we going to see even more central banks ducking for cover and trying to find an alternative to the fiat that's out there. Yeah, and uh, nothing better than buying gold, Joe, to, to keep you from from the uh, the fiat uh, devaluation of whatever account it's sitting in or whatever little box or hiding place you got your cash. I understand having cash to, for, for emergency purposes and sitting there when you need it, but... Uh, yeah, Joe, it's, uh, this is why we sell gold and silver. Those 10,000 gold eagles, what a great way for those that have a lot of money to put into gold and silver today or those that just have a little bit. It's, it's you know, you buy a roll, you know, and a lot of people that are listening can't buy the roll, but you buy a 50-coin roll of, of those 10,000. That's a great a great little five-ounce roll of, of gold that you can break into into pieces. It's like a five-ounce it's like a five ounce gold piece in a tube that you can break into however you wish. And then for the average guy out there, dude, uh, Joe, 245 bucks, you get a 10,000 gold eagle. Yeah, it's a higher premium, but we also pay more for those when they sell to us. It's, that's just the way it works. Yeah, so one through 49, 250, uh, you oh, buy 50. 50, 50, 50 or more, 245. By the way, if you bought the roll, uh, 12,250 for the roll, but obviously you can buy multiple rolls if you like. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping it up on this Thursday. But we're coming right back with the half empty. Actually, I've been saying Thursday all day. It's only Wednesday. Man, I'm upset now. I just realized that. Hey, folks. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.